0: Praise God. Okay, starting from today for three Sundays, we are going to be having Holy Ghost meetings. Amen. 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 Praise God. You know, so that I will not offend some people. No, let me not say that. They will get offended if I say it. So nobody knows what I want to say. So, so you have no right to be offended. If you, are, if you get offended at the fact that I did not say it, then it means you are carnal. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I hope we are still basking in the euphoria of the outpour. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. We thank you for this meeting. We trust you in the name of Jesus that you will take charge. You will teach us your words. We will be edified today. Lord, questions will be answered. Thank you for the free flow of your spirit in this place this morning. In the name of Jesus, our hearts are glad. Lord, because your power is in this place today. We bless your name, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. OK, so we said we're going to have the Holy Ghost meeting. So what is a Holy Ghost meeting? For uh, quite a few of us that probably may not know what it is about, it will be uh, very important for us, for you to know what it is, because when what you don't know, you can't take advantage of. Right. OK? now. The church of Jesus is called a church. What is a church? A church is a gathering. A gathering. Okay? A gathering of people. So, where you have a gathering, people don't just gather to sit down. Do nothing. Okay, So when people gather, obviously a meeting is going on, or it's about to take place. So the church of Jesus Christ, I don't like this sound. It's not sounding well to my ears. Please do something for me. Thank you. So the, the, the church is a gathering of people. So you can't have church without meetings. Sometimes you hear some Christians complain that, "Oh, church, church, they have too much meetings." That is church. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's church. In church, we gather for meetings because that is where the church expresses itself in its fullness. I said, "No, no, no, no." Which we should express ourselves in the marketplace. How many marketplaces did Jesus Christ express himself? He always gathered his people together and and, and, and there were several things that took place. Now, it also means that there are several kinds of meetings we see in the Bible Never mind the fact that know a lot of churches you go to, in a lot of places you go to, it just seems to be the same kind of meeting, the same kind of, the same meeting. No, but there are different kinds of meetings. Praise God. Hallelujah. Number one, very vital, is a teaching meeting. The church of Jesus is a teaching center. Because we are raising disciples and who is a disciple? A disciple is a learner. A disciple is someone who is who teaches. Praise God. Please give me the mic. Let me. Hallelujah. Okay, so. So, Bring it down a bit. So there are, we have what we call teaching meetings. Okay? Jesus said, go into all the world and make disciples. Teach all nations. Okay? The Bible records Jesus, concerning Jesus, things that, he began to do and to teach. So Jesus taught his disciples. Acts chapter 2. After uh, 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 3,000 people got born again, verse 42, the Bible says that, and they continued daily in the teaching of the apostles. So you think you're having too many meetings because you come twice or thrice in a week, right? They said they continued daily in the apostles' doctrine. Daily. Doctrine means teaching. Okay? okay. So, a church should be a teaching center. We must teach. And that's why if, if you will be impeding the teaching ministry if you don't come to church with your Bible. <laughs> you, will know, be impeding the teaching ministry. You know, imagine you, you go to your, your your to school, right, and you don't have your, no writing material, nothing. You know, you are going to impede the work of the teacher, isn't it? Yeah. Praise God. What do we, what are we taught here? We we teach the Bible. The primary things which, no, 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 pastor, no, we need to teach people on how to invest well. That is not the primary purpose of church. We can do it, but it is not, it is secondary. No, we need to teach people on how to, what else do we teach people? How to do very well in their career like we do. But that is secondary. Praise God. Praise God. Oh No, no, no. We need to teach people on how to prepare for marriage. It is vital, but it is secondary. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. We teach God's word. We teach God's word. And whatever we teach must have, it must, it must link up to, church, to the word of God. Glory to God. You, you, how many of you have done MBAs before? You've done, you've done a master's program in business admin for Admin while. Right? You, you, know, you know, we we can we teach what they teach there? We can't. At best, we can only motivate people to go and learn. Praise God. So now from a teaching center, we, so we have a we have teaching meetings. And that's why you see. I, I I don't understand why you will be missing midweek Bible study. I don't understand it. It look is as if it's you, the, it should be the default mode. I was so busy I forgot. It, it's not don't even in your radar at all. You don't even think about it. You don't even think about how. You don't, it's, you are not a good Christian. You know, I will tell you the truth. You are not a good Christian. You are not a good disciple. People who miss midweek Bible studies, you will discover that hardly in their lives, if you go check their personal lives, you will find out that they hardly study the Bible. And so your spiritual growth will be stunted, will be retarded. Because the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2, it says that, uh, that you should desire the sincere milk of the word, uh, right? as like newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Says, uh, but, uh, you know, it's because I'm at work at that time. It's not every time you're at work at that time. Oh, you say, I've been very busy. Do you go back to it? If you go back to it, you don't. So you don't even know what is being taught. And church, in a good local assembly, should will teach systematically. There will be a curriculum for teaching. Now, Teaching ministry, sorry, teaching service, teaching meeting, right? The next thing that you flow out of a teaching meeting is what? A prayer meeting. So church is a place where prayer meetings take place. When you are taught well, you will pray. When you receive teachings, it should lead you to pray. You say, ah, my own, is Bible study I like it should lead you to pray. The Bible said they continue daily in the apostles' doctrine, in prayer. The word learned should lead you to pray. In prayer meetings, we, have, we supplicate for nations, we supplicate for other people, we supplicate for ourselves, we pray, you know, we, we ask God for things. Hallelujah. We handle issues in the place of prayer. So apart from that, we also have uh, what we call, we have what we call healing meetings. There we do what? What do we do? We administer healing. Okay? Praise God. What other meetings do we have? We have what we call outreach meetings. Or evangelistic meetings. There was something we did not add. At our, please remind me, we'll talk about it. Okay? So, outreach meetings, where we reach out to the lost. We go preach the gospel. You go out on the streets. Uh, you organize teaching, um, outreach meetings, like the type we had. We had friends, uh, friends' services this year, you know, and all that. Uh, you know, these are outreach meetings. Praise God! Now we all now have. Cover uh, time. Let me go uh, faster. We now have what we call Holy Ghost meetings. What's the Holy Ghost meeting? Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to 4, was the Holy Ghost meeting. Acts chapter 13, verse 1 to 4, was a Holy Ghost meeting. Praise God. Of course, we also have what we call training meetings, right? Where we train leaders. We see that in Acts chapter 20. When, from verse uh, 17 or thereabouts, where Paul called the leaders in Ephesus and he had a training session with them before he left. We see Paul write books, right? Specific books to leaders. Wrote a book to Timothy. Wrote two, two books to Timothy. Wrote one to Titus. Wrote one to Philemon. Right? Those were books. Written to individuals, individual leaders, teaching them on leadership. Hallelujah. So, we can call it a workers' meeting, we can call it a leaders' meeting. That's why, you see, these meetings, they, they, they are very important. They all have their places. That's why, you see, a Christian, a good Christian, endeavor not to miss meetings in your local church. Don't be selective. Me, I just want to be doing Sunday, Sunday. You, 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 you can't be a well-rounded Christian. You can't be a growing Christian if you're just a Sunday, Sunday person. You can't. Hallelujah. Imagine if you only eat breakfast as, your, as a child. You only, your parents only fed you with breakfast. After breakfast until the next day. You go hungry till the next day. We, t- we saw the child grow well. No, it won't. Well, because the child is not being fed adequately. Hallelujah. Church is not a club. It's a house of God. Where we are discipled. So, what's a Holy Ghost meeting? Thank God for Brother Higgin, who helped us, you know, to learn about Holy Ghost meetings. Amen. Amen. A Holy Ghost meeting is, fourth characteristics of the Holy Ghost meeting, number one, is a place, a Holy Ghost meeting is a meeting where the Word of God is either taught or preached. So, said an emphasis on the Word of God, like I'm doing right now. I'm teaching you God's Word. So, the the, Holy Ghost meeting is a place, is a meeting where the Word of God is taught or preached. So, the Word of God must be, praise God. Number two, the Holy Ghost meeting, in a Holy Ghost meeting, it's a place where the Spirit of God is giving room to demonstrate himself is giving free cause to demonstrate himself. So, uh, in a Holy Ghost meeting, uh, the Spirit of God is giving free cause. Nothing, nothing is structured. Anything can happen. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah. Why? Because in a Holy Ghost meeting, we call it Holy Ghost meeting. So it's about the Spirit of God. It's the Spirit of God directing, dictating how the meeting should go, what direction it should take, what should happen there. That's a Holy Ghost meeting. It's a ho- in the Holy Ghost meeting, the Holy Spirit wants to demonstrate himself. He wants to demonstrate himself through signs, wonders. He wants to show forth the, his glory, that he wants to demonstrate the fact that he's here, he's here present with us. You know he's present with us here. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. So it means, uh, it's, uh, someone says, well, I know the Holy Spirit is present with uh, us. He's inside me. He wants to, he, he, in a Holy Ghost meeting, it's not about him being inside of us. Uh, it's about him uh, displaying himself uh, outwardly through things uh, that happen in that meeting. So through activities that happen in that meeting. So in today, I mean, this Holy Ghost meeting, you don't just sit in a teaching meeting, you are sitting, you are seated quietly, you are taking notes, you are listening to me. You are not doing anything apart from that, and soaking so God's word. But in the Holy Ghost meeting, the Holy Spirit wants to demonstrate himself through activities amongst us here. No, he says no, 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 no. I, I remember someone was sharing with me that someone, some, some folks that came uh, yeah uh, uh, to church some years ago, you know, during uh, one of our camp meetings, uh, and they said the place was too noisy. The place was too loud, and they were asking, uh, "Oh, why should you be? I mean, why, why would people just be dancing all over the place? Uh, I mean, everything. Why? Because uh, where they, where they, 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 are, they are from, uh, where they are used to, everything is structured. You sit down. People think that uh, oh, church is where everything has to be quiet. But club, ah, everywhere, everything can be noisy. They won't complain about the noise in the party. But he said, church, no church is supposed. To... When it comes to God, it's supposed to. <laughs> in Acts chapter two, the Bible says that on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost, when, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, it said they were all gathered together in one place. Praise God in one accord, and then there came. The sound of a rushing mighty wind. Praise God. It filled the whole house. And it was noised abroad. People who were around the temple. I mean, it became so noisy. I mean, people got filled with the Holy Ghost. They were speaking with other tongues. And people heard them from afar. People from various parts of the world. I mean, Israelites from various parts of the world who came for Pentecost to celebrate Pentecost. Praise God. And take note Pentecost is not. Uh, a Jesus word, praise God. Pentecost is a ceremony, right? Fifty days after P- Passover, the fiftieth day—that's Pentecost day. Praise God, Hallelujah! You know, some church, some churches have taken out. They now celebrate what is it call like Christmas day. They now celebrate Pentecost Sunday. <laughs> Guys, are you seeing that? <laughs> So some countries where, where, where I go, to preach, it's, they say today is Pentecost Sunday. So what are you they doing on that? Pentecost? You see people wearing all kinds of clothes, doing be doing all the Pentecost. <laughs> I'm like, <think>, oh God, <laughs> we like religion. <laughs> Praise God, and just lose the essence of what what happened. Praise God. Acts two was not the only Pentecost day that was mentioned. Further down in the book of Acts, it was mentioned about Pentecost. Paul said, oh, come to me so we can do Pentecost together. Praise God. So, so in, a, in a Holy Ghost meeting, number one, the word of God is taught. Number two, the spirit of God is given room to demonstrate himself. Now, how does he demonstrate himself? What are the kind of demonstrations that we see? Praise God. Hallelujah. Number one, Acts chapter 2. Bible says uh, on the day of Pentecost, uh, they they were filled with the Spirit, and what happened? They all began to speak. So in a Holy Ghost meeting, right, uh, speaking or utterance must, it's something that must be present. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, let's look at it. That's that's our uh, our, our what we are teaching concerning spirituals, on Wednesdays. That's what we are teaching. In case you did not attend, okay, we started that on Wednesday, so make sure you attend, okay. We are teaching concerning spirituals. Praise God. As a fallout of the direction that the Lord gave to us during camping, Acts, First Corinthians chapter twelve. Let's look at verse one. Praise God. Okay? Is then now concerning spirituals. I told the word gifts there is in italics. So it was not there in the original. It means concerning spiritual things. Okay? So concerning spiritual things, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. And I told us on Wednesday, there are two kinds of ignorance. One, ignorance because you don't know at all. Two, ignorance because you have refused to learn. say, ah, nah, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. That's, that's the kind of ignorance Paul was talking about here. Next verse. He said, you know that you are dumb, go to the next verse. Next verse. Wherefore, I give to you, let's read it together, want to go? Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man, doing what? Speaking, speaking by the Spirit, calls Jesus accost. No man speaking by the Spirit. So, when it's by the Spirit, utterance is involved. You must speak. There must be speaking. They all began to speak with other tongues as the Holy Ghost gave them ability. On Wednesday, we are going to talk a lot about that. Praise God! We don't have the time for that today. So, but, but so, utterance is involved. What kind of utterance? All utterance all at the spur of the moment. Utterance given to you at the spur of the moment. Through tongues interpretation of tongues and prophecy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 39. Let's look at it. Verse 39. First Corinthians 14, verse 39. Wherefore, brethren, do what? Who is he talking to here? He's talking to brethren. Who are the brethren? Are you part of the brethren? Are you part of the brethren? So he's talking to you. So if a child of God, he said, desire, convert. The word convert there means to strongly desire. So every, he said, Paul said, everyone in church, right? In the body of Christ can prophesy. Why? Because you've got the Holy Ghost inside of you. Listen. Whether you speak in tongues or not, right, uh, you have the ability. What came with salvation, part of the salvation package that you received uh, is the ability to speak in other tongues. Jesus said, this signs will follow them that believe in my name. That is through the accomplishments that I have, through what I have accomplished, uh, right, Big on the basis of what I have accomplished, they will speak with new tongues. And have you received what he has accomplished? Yes. Has he accomplished salvation in your life? Yes. So it means uh, you can speak within new tongues. Someone say, no, no, no. It's something different. It's something di- No, it's not different. It's actually a part of the salvation experience. Only that you, ju- you, you don't know that you have the ability. So when you are taught... Praise God. And you are taught well. Some people say, ah, 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 ah. I mean, that's speaking in tongues. I me, mean, I don't like it. I me, mean, I, just, I just want to be. Let me just be doing my own thing, gently doing myself. You are shortchanging yourself. You have the ability. It's not something that's going to come from God, from heaven again, externally upon you. No, it's something that you carry on the inside of God as a believer. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. We'll talk about that on, on Wednesday some more. Wherefore, brethren. Desire to prophesy and don't forbid to speak with tongues. Don't forbid. What word can we use for forbid? Don't prevent it. Don't disallow it. Don't forbid yourself to speak with other tongues. So in a Holy Ghost meeting, praise God. Amen. So we have the word of God being taught, the Holy Ghost being demonstrated. How? Demonstrating. Paul talks about the demonstrations of the spirit in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I have not come to you with what? With enticing words of man's wisdom, but I have come to you in the demonstrations of the spirit that is the power of God. So there's what is called the demonstrations of the spirit. Now, the thing about many many Christians uh, is that because you don't understand something that is happening does not mean that it is fake. Does not mean that it is not correct. It's not everything you know. Hallelujah. Bible said no man speaking by the Spirit of God. So in the in Holy Ghost meetings, uh, utterance takes place. And to this morning, we are going to have a lot of utterance in the few minutes that we have. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Desire it. I want to keep that somewhere. Just believe God for it. I believe God that we are going to have utterance this morning. Praise God! We are, we are going to have utterance this morning. <laughs> it will just do some people like magic. But we are going to have utterance this morning because the Holy Ghost is here. Utterance will bless one another. The Bible says that what is the purpose of prophecy is for exhortation, for edification, to build us up, right? For edification, for uh, exhortation, and for comfort. The comfort. The Bible talks about the comfort of the Spirit. The comfort of the Spirit is not pele pele pele. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Bible says that a word in season, fitly spoken, is like like words of silver on a platter of gold. So we also see, apart from the the uh, utterance, we also see revelation. Revelation takes place in Holy Ghost meetings. Praise God. Praise God. What is revelation? Things are revealed to you at the spot of the moment. Revelation gives takes place. So you see the manifestation of things, that what we call word of knowledge, where someone you know, where the Lord or the Spirit of God tells you something about a person, right, or a situation that has happened before or that is happening presently. Hallelujah, glory to God, glory to God, and then we have you also, also have what we call word of wisdom, where the Holy Spirit drops in you it or reveals to you something that is about to happen. The Holy Ghost written it; those things take place. Or you, the third one, the third kind of revelation is where you see what, what, what is called you seeing to the spirit. It's called discerning of spirits, where we can see into the spirit. Hallelujah! The way that works for me in my own life, uh, right, uh, is I do it, is is stronger with perception. I just know that there's 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 a spiritual. There, this thing is there's a spirit behind something. Few times have I seen angels maybe just once, just once, once. That was 1996, in a Holy Ghost meeting. Oh, boy. Ah, that that meeting, that was a meeting where I wore one green, those of you that have been old enough to know it, I wore one green kaftan like this, that they use yellow to. (laughs) (laughs) And I was looking like somebody that just came from Somalia. And I danced in the Holy Ghost for about three hours that day. was so during one of our camp meetings then. Praise God. So, so well, we see people, we see uh, 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 some of us here have seen into the spirit before. Praise God. So, we see things like that. Then, a Holy Ghost meeting is a place where the needs of the people are met. So, one, the word of God is taught. Two, the spirit of God is giving room to, to flow right, uh, through oracles through revelation uh, you know the needs of uh, of people through demonstration of his power glory to god gift of special faith working of miracles gifts of healings like we saw during camp meeting hallelujah and then uh, we see the needs of people are met Oh, I remember that Holy Ghost meeting in Hawaii in 1992 back on campus where a lady that had kidney stones and was scheduled for oppression a, a few days to come. A few days after that meeting, uh, she got healed of the kidney stones and she didn't have to go through the surgery again. Someone just picked her up by the word of knowledge. Amen. Minister to her, and, and that her need was met. Praise God. You know, someone sent me a message during the camp meeting. He said, oh, we are enjoying camp meeting here in the UK. Ah, and something happened this week. A particular uh, document that there was something that they needed to get, you know, and uh, they were in no way qualified to get it because there were other people way ahead of them. Hallelujah. And as there was a declaration concerning f- favor during one of the meetings in camp meeting, amen, the press, they got it that same week. <laughs> Way beyond. The, says, ah, eh, why? The, that need was met. I says, you see that they, they were preferred. They, were there no other Christians? Well, go and ask God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, we can't use our small brain to explain everything. But we can enjoy the miracles. 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 The, we can enjoy the miracles. The Holy Ghost wants to demonstrate himself. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. And any, anything can happen in this meeting. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The needs of people are met. So when you are coming for Holy Ghost meetings, uh, praise God. Release your face. And in this Holy Ghost meeting, my needs are going to be met. What are the needs? Specify them. The power of God is going to move in our midst. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. A sister that I knew that was in a relationship for about two and a half years. And it was a wrong relationship. And I told the person, please get out of this relationship. It's not paying you anywhere. Well, we're on campus. Oh, the person was like, oh, no, no. You know the way when, when you are falling in love and the uh, person is blind and, and uh, yeah, you know, that's why we tell people before you, you go blind, let people see what you are seeing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But it was, whole, it was after a Holy Ghost meeting. Praise God. The, 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 the Spirit of God walked on her in that meeting. After the meeting, she went to meet her pastor, said, pastor. Uh, that relationship, I'm, I'm dropping it. I'm getting out of it. <laughs> and when I heard it, oh, I was so I was so happy. Anything can happen in the Holy Ghost meeting. Hallelujah. So, so some, people, some people just so, uh, why uh, the fourth thing uh, characterise of the Holy Ghost meeting uh, is that uh, the people are full of joy and they live rejoicing. So, to participate, when you participate well in a Holy Ghost meeting, you should not come to church like this and go like this. Acts chapter 10, that was a Holy Ghost meeting. The Holy Ghost did not allow Peter to to finish his sermon. But why while he yet speak, the Spirit of God fell upon all that were there. And everyone in the household of Cornelius, the Bible says that they all began to speak with other tongues and to prophesy, speaking of the wonders of God. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 2, when they, on the day of Pentecost, the Bible says that these guys, what was the testimony of the people that heard them? He said two things. Number one, he said, one, he said that these guys, these guys are drunk, full of new wine. Right? Uh, or, uh, what was the second thing they said about them now? They said they had them speak in their own language the wonderful works of God. Is that these guys are crazy or these guys are drunk? Hallelujah. Amen. Why, what will, now, uh, Peter said these guys are not drunk as you suppose, which means they were. It's not your kind of this. He said, because it's just the ninth hour of the day. People don't get drunk at this time because it is work time. But these guys are a fool. He said, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. So for them to have noticed that they were drunk, it means that they must have been behaving like what? They must have been behaving like what? Drunk people. Don't, drunk people don't have everything together. Drunk people laugh when everybody else is not laughing. Glory to God. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Why are you laughing now? Glory to God. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Praise God. 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 I'm full of joy. It's called the joy of the Holy Ghost. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it is water, it is in righteousness, it is in peace, and the joy of the Holy Ghost. He said anyone that serves God in this way, so which, uh, you should serve God with joy. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah faith you you know what you can't be in faith and not rejoice whom you have not seen first peter chapter one he said you have not seen him yet you are rejoicing hallelujah he said yet you believe him and in your believing you did what you rejoice uh, with joy unspeakable you can't believe god's word uh, and not rejoice praise god Hallelujah, I rejoice over your words uh, like one uh, that has found uh, great spoils. Psalm 119 verse 162. As one that has found great treasure. As one that has found great spoil. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I think about it. It's my year of increase. And it stands of joy on the inside of me. Someone says, Why are you shouting? I shout. Glory to God. He says, shout unto the Lord. Glory to God. Sing unto the Lord. All ye lands. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Holy Ghost meetings are not quiet places. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. That's why He said all of you should be able to proph- should prophesy. He said, desire to prophesy. So, in today's Holy Ghost meeting, we just have about 30 minutes to, to be able to do that. Praise God. Hallelujah. We are going to have utterance. We are going to have utterance. Praise God. Hallelujah. And the utterance will just bless people's soul. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's where he begins from. He begins with utterance. I say, Me, I don't have anything to say. Be- believe God that you can, you can have something to say. That will just bless someone. Hallelujah. You know, you might just, you, you can't just, you're standing there, you're, you're sitting there, and you, you feel there's a word for someone. You don't know who is specifically. Come, you come, you come and meet me. I'm the one coordinating the meeting. want me the pastor. I think I have a word for someone. Someone da, 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 da. say it. So I said, "How about if? How about if it is not? about if it is not correct? This is church. Nobody's going to kill you. We practice. Hallelujah. We practice. We practice." We practice. Because it is in practicing you are right, you get better. Ah, I missed it. Who hasn't missed it before? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Please, somebody get on the keyboard. Okay, Abraham, please lay on the keyboard. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's bring the Holy Ghost a little remember Holy Ghost meeting it starts with utterance I think we should start with laying hands on people who are not filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with other tongues hallelujah hallelujah it's the gift of the Holy Ghost you received him at salvation you received the ability to be able to speak with other tongues because he he said if you believe you will speak with tongues believe what believe in the resurrection of Jesus believe that Jesus died was buried and resurrected rose for you and that Jesus is your Lord he said if you have crossed that line he said you can speak with other tongues So if you are not filled with the Holy Ghost uh, With the evidence of speaking with other tongues uh, And you desire to The Bible says you desire to to prophesy What does it mean to prophesy? It means to speak under inspiration To speak under inspiration To speak by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost Amen If there is no benefit to it He won't tell us to desire it He won't tell us to convert it Glory to God and I' set you God the stronger. So if you're not filled with the Holy Ghost and you like to feel be filled with the Holy Ghost, you're born again, please come, 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 come. We'll minister the baptism of the Holy Ghost to you. anyone like that, praise God. if, if there's no one, let's rise to our feet. let's just pray the Holy Ghost obeys. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. The holy Whatever the Holy Ghost tells, I mean stirs you up to do. Amen, uh, you do it.